Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 223 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt. Joining me is my co-host, Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. We're here in the studio. It's a nice day outside. It's yeah. actually 70. I'm wearing a sweater today. <laughs> it's nice. I like it. Uh, yeah, before we get too deep, let's give a shout out to the people that help get the lights on in the studio here. Black Belt Patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Hoppin' Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. Thank guys. Uh, how you been, bud? What's up? Uh, not too much. Going to Gen Con next week. Holy shit, that's already next yep, week? that's next week. Wait, it's not August next week, is it? Yeah. It is August next My birthday's next week. Holy shit. That's, where did July go? Uh, wow. Yeah, so I'll be going to Indianapolis for uh, most of the week. Yeah, what day are you guys leaving? Uh, Wednesday. The third. Wednesday morning. All right, and then come back the following Monday? Yep. Oh my god, cool. What's no, the... coming back Sunday, but I took uh, that Monday off nice. just to kind of decompress after yeah. everything. That's... It's not, a lot of people in like one place. And like, say, there's not a lot that happens Sunday either. It's, it's the Thursday, Friday, Saturday for the most part. Yeah. Uh, what are you most excited? Any? Did you guys sign up for anything? Or uh, like we just signed up for like the Gamers Live event, uh, but uh, like not anything else. What's the so, Gamers Live? Is that you? That's the. the oh, uh, I th- I think you went to it with us before. It's the. The like improvised uh, RPG show. We talked about it the first year, right. and we didn't end up going to it. And you guys went to it the next year and said it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, that sounds amazing. Is it at the? It, there was another one that was happening at that one restaurant too. They were doing an improvised drinking game thing or something that was fun. But well, we didn't, I, we didn't I, go I, to that one no, either I, that time. But yeah, no, that I didn't go that first year. So you didn't? No. Oh well. Hi. Or I, I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I so. don't know who went, I can't remember for sure, yeah. but yeah, we, or else I didn't go the first year and we both went the second year, I can't remember. Uh, but Gen Con's really cool, it's uh, like, what, board games, it's fucking everything you can imagine, RPG, yeah. yep, uh, yeah, that's that's cool, that'll be fun, I'm excited, I forgot about that. Yeah, and they dropped the trailer, like, the, just before Gen Con, like, uh, well, probably more for E3 or something, they dropped the trailer for the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun, uh, <laughs> that looks so much fun. It looks like uh, what it actually is like running a game. I know, that's what I most <laughs> expect, and then Chris Pine is actually, like, the perfect cast, I think, for that too, because he can be just as gimmicky and funny as hell too, and then Michelle Rodriguez is going to be so serious, but so not serious at the same time, and then... <laughs> I love, uh, is it Sophia something or whatever? She was in um, the It movies, the, the red hair in there. And then she was also in, uh, I don't want, it's, it's where the anti-superhero movie that was on Netflix got canceled after eight episodes, but it's amazing. I can't remember what it's called, but it's really good. Uh, anti-superhero show on Netflix? Yeah, what the fuck's it called? Look at, what's her face? Uh, oh. Uh, it's like, I don't want to live in this world anymore or something oh, like uh, that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Sophia. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It so is. you should look it up because it's a really good like that first that one season. I'm was not really okay good. with this. Yeah, I was so pissed when I found out that that got canceled after one season. Yeah, I oh. was not happy that the buildup at the very end there. I was like, oh my god, I got to know everything now. And yeah, it's only seven episodes long. They're only twenty minute episodes. You can binge it within a night. Uh, highly recommend. Was it, it really that short? Yeah, they're only uh, twenty minute episodes and a seven minute seven episodes long. Oh my god, the prom scene or whatever. Oh, they're oh, yeah, so the, fucking good. That was a, that <laughs> was a great show. So yes, I think she's going to be amazing as the what the bird owl, the owl bear or whatever. Well, the, the, the druid, the I druid, think. the druid that, that turns into an owl bear, whatever it is in there. Yeah, and then has the tail and stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited for that one. And then uh, yeah, there was I don't know if you watched any of the Comic Con little 
interviews and stuff. They have little like twenty second little uh-huh. clips. But uh, Hugh Grant is also talking oh, yeah. about. I've always wanted to play a bad guy in something. I never gotten the chance to. And I guess, and he just seems so like out of this so world. It, like nothing doesn't have any clue what he was doing. But he's just part of it. Well, probably green screen and like. Uh, so he might not have. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. It's gonna be so funny. And then Chris Pine would like come up by him and like talk to him and stuff. And they they're both just goofy fuckers. See, uh, I also uh, this weekend I, I I went to the theater. And saw a horror movie, which is not a thing that I've ever done before. not a thing you do, yep. I, I just went by myself to see Nope. Oh, you went by yourself, too? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, and uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a, a lot of fun. I Except for the one thing. Well, I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah. Where this isn't... Uh, I'm, going, I'm going in a couple hours here, so... Yeah, uh, so what? It, like basically, I was like as a kid, like Close Encounters uh, was like a movie that freaked me out. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, and, like even at the end, when everybody's supposed to be like all happy and everything, Spielberg charm, but all, terrifying at the same time. And like as all those aliens, and I see like those tall aliens, like that's like terrifying for me <laughs> as a kid. Like that's supposed to be the hopeful part. Yeah, right, right, right. No, and then uh, like even the ET, I wasn't a fan of as a kid. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that know that that movie scared the shit out of them. My personal level. Yeah, I like ET didn't scare me, but like it was, it, I just didn't like it. Okay, it like, okay. It, it's gross. But I Nope was like, good. Yeah, no, I really liked Nope. It was a, a lot of fun. It was like kind of like a uh, this like sci-fi horror type mm-hmm. movie. It was great. I'm, uh, uh, the one thing I'm hoping for is he sticks to his guns and just continues out the movie instead of always going in other directions. But I haven't seen it yet, so I, I can't say. Yeah, I'm not gonna ruin anything for it. It's it everything and like there's a lot of like uh, as you like think go back and think about like the plot of the movie and the structure of it because it uh, like this is more like a, what the what the movie symbol symbolizes is like filmmaking. Mm-hmm. The uh, the one thing I was bummed about is the Alamo started dropping the new trailer in front of all the things. Yeah, that threw me. I was pissed when I saw that. I, they, I they, had to close. I'm like, I don't want to. I, the trailers they had going were perfect. You had no clue what the hell. Then they started dropping oh, no, that, that new one. Oh, that well that that one doesn't like that one actually helps you understand what the actual tone of the movie is well i mean i just like that it was going to be aliens and weird shit and i didn't know what was going to happen and then they started well but like that but that like me it advertises a completely different movie than what that first yeah, trailer yeah. did and so. i'd read yeah maybe that so helped the second trailer know. is like more like what the movie is actually okay. like and then uh well your experience at the alamo is the power went out at yeah, the climax uh, like, of the uh, movie like in the middle of the climax uh <laughs> the power went out so oh, like the so the tension of that third act kind of was ruined, <laughs> and it was building very nicely. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was really intense, and then all of a sudden, like the like there's like a moment where like there's some dialogue happening, and then power cuts, <laughs> pops back in, and like like uh, well, like the power like just flickered out really quick. Yeah, yeah, or like like we didn't even notice the power went out. Besides, like the film went away. Oh, okay, and he said, and came so back it took like a them like later. ten plus minutes for oh, them to shit. get back up and going. And they didn't bring it in at the same exact spot. Oh, so like there's a bit of like a small bit that I'm missing of mm-hmm. like why something <laughs> <Shit>. happened. <laughs> well, anyway, you're not the only one that also said this movie is quite good and it's actually kind of uh, terrifying and pretty great. But yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going in a couple hours. I'm really excited. It's gonna be fun. And there's they're actually uh, like I saw a reviewer that talked about like the the night scenes are amazing. Yeah, because there's a lot Amazingly of times well night shot. scenes can fail miserably in movies, and it looks like in the trailer a lot of it is set in. I night think scenes. it's uh, Christopher Nolan's cinematographer. Oh my god, cool! So. That uh, not in, uh, I'd have to look that up. Yeah, I don't off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. Anything else you mean? No, no. Rod Stewart, I talked about on the last show. Yeah, not much else. I haven't been to a movie in a while. 
Uh, I'm rewatching Lost because I'm bored, and I started watching that, and I have a list of a million other things to watch, but I, should, I just started Lost again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Went to Alanis Morissette last night. That was fucking awesome. Uh, I'll, yeah, I put, put three of her songs on what I've been listening to recently. And uh, yeah, that was so weird being able to hear the entire crowd, the entire show, singing along to every single song. That's how big this woman is. And I was at the XL Center and sold out, and it was wild. Garbage also opened, which I was very excited about. I've always wanted to see Garbage. Uh, then Friday night, I went to go see Motion City Soundtrack at First Avenue. And that was the first time I've been to an all-ages show in uh, many, many years. So me and Robbie went to go have a beer at the depot before the show at First Avenue, and uh, it's like 7.20, and I'm like, bands don't come on till 9, it's fine, don't worry. And then I get the beer, and I'm like, I ask the guy, what time, what, do you know the set times? He's like, oh, there's a list on the wall back there, so I go, look, they're on at 7.30. I was like, oh my god, it's 7.27 now, well, let's down our beers. So we got in line and missed three songs, because shows don't usually start that early. Both the headline, both the openers already played, because the doors open at 5.30, and I was like, what? So we missed the first three songs. Don't like. How do you not know what time your show starts? They always just put the doors and what time the show starts, but they never really put the set times of when bands come on the stage. So the headliner is usually that eight thirty nine o'clock thing. So we're sitting there. Yeah, we got plenty of time. No, it was seven thirty. The show got done at nine ten. The sun was still up, and I was like, "Holy fuck! I haven't been to an all ages show in forever." And then when we get in there, I I'd like look around. It's like kind of like jam packed a little bit. And then I were like, oh, let's go get a beer and go upstairs because you could. They only serve beer upstairs at all ages show, even though they have five bars in the basement that they can't serve anything because it's all ages show. So get up there. They have two thirds of their entire crowd because we're all in our thirties now, like jam packed elbows to assholes up top trying to get a beer at the one bar at the top of First Avenue. I'm like fuck this. So I go down to the crowd. The crowd's like wide open spaces everywhere around you. It's like, this is odd. I don't understand it. And then like halfway through the show, the drunk people from upstairs start coming in the crowd. The crowd starts filling in. It becomes a fun show then. So uh, it, didn't, it made no sense. for. Well, that's ba- the time you can go upstairs to go get a beer, though. Yeah, but I didn't want to leave the show because it was already halfway done. And then, yeah, so that was that was very interesting. Uh, yeah, I was like, we, we were all 14, 15 when you guys were huge. And now you come back and you do another all-age show and we're all in our 30s. That makes sense. Uh, but it was really, they were awesome. It was fun. Fun to sing along to all those songs again. But just really awkward that two-thirds of your entire crowd was upstairs. And you can't even see upstairs is the other bummer about it. And it sounds like shit upstairs at first avenue, too. But, yeah, that's that. What you been listening to, bud? Uh, so my list on uh, like of like what I'm going to be listening like of what to listen to next is gone pretty large. Like a lot of albums have dropped. I stopped paying attention, which sucks. But yeah, so I, I keep adding more and more stuff onto my list. And like sometimes it'll be something like, oh, this came out 2020 or like 2021. And it's like so, but so it's like as I priority because I try to listen to the 2022 for the because we do the end of the year thing. So I want to try to make sure I listen to it while it actually came out during the same year it came out. But uh. Here's a here's a couple good ones that came out though. So I listened to "Sing to the Walls" from Chastity Brown, uh, Chastity Brown's new album. Uh, really enjoyed it. Here is uh, nice. "Golden" like off of it.
I love that she has that classic R and B like voice, like the like the Etta James I was playing last week and stuff. She's so cool. I like her. Yeah, so that was a, a great album. I definitely recommend checking it out. And also, Regina Spector had a new album, uh, "Home Before and After." So here's oh, just, up the mountain yeah, off of it. Out. All right, cool. Kind of gives me anxiety on that one a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, and all, like it's also is like more energetic than I was expecting. From yeah, Regina Spector, with Regina. Um, it, how's the rest of the album? Compare? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. All right, cool. And uh, so like, let me just give you a quick idea of just how much my backlog's grown. For uh, <laughs> so I'm only gonna be listing off stuff that came out in 2022. So uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mountain Goats. Metric. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't out yet, but that's coming up. Oh yeah, I, I just have it on here because oh, it's uh, keep it in mind. Yep. Because yep, yep. like it'll fill up. Like on, oh, show, I didn't know Metric had a new one. All right. Uh, let's see. Talked about those. Uh, Florence the Machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orville Peck. Yep. Uh, Sweden Archives and Archive. I, I heard that I heard like archive on be said on like the, okay. on the current is like oh what archive put out a new album like why did they talk about that on the yeah, current right, right well they did put out a new album but what the current was talking about was student archives oh uh, okay 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 so I got both of those on my list nice so oh yeah and that is only going to grow more as like I'm going to start falling behind now yeah definitely and then you realize oh shit that came out too and then yeah like Regina Spector that came out June 24th I had no clue all right cool uh. The other one I got to listen to, uh, Joe Creary from uh, uh, Stranger Things released uh, a few songs under his name. I think it's like DJ or something. Who? Uh, he's uh, Steve in Stranger Things, the one with the pretty hair. Oh. Best friends with the kids and yeah. Yeah, in love with Nancy. Uh, but yeah, it's really good. And I've been listening to a few tracks and I like it a lot. I think, I think it's DJ Lo. I, I can't remember for sure. But uh, yeah, I forgot that this week. So yeah, I, there was an interview with him. Uh, but I chose Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette, because I haven't listened to it since I was like six or seven. It may be in between there some other times. Uh, but uh, yeah, this song was pretty great at the show last night. Perfect. Uh, so let's just start there. Yeah. you can do is keep 
But yeah, the song just keeps building and building. It starts out this very acoustic, just her and her guitar, and then they're at the one minute mark, it starts that crackling her voice, and then it builds and builds. And I was blown away seeing that live last night. Uh, the one that made me feel like I was a child again that I forgot all about is that song called You Learn. So here's that. You get it, but uh, yeah, I forgot all about that song, and it actually kind of brought. Hey guys, I'm here at the Oops. 50th Street subway station right is. below. Right. Click the wrong one. Uh, and then lastly, Mary Jane. I don't think I really ever heard it, or really knew I heard it when I had Jagged Little Pill as a kid. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a really beautiful song. It was really good. So and then seeing all the older middle-aged women around everywhere singing as loud as possible, I was like, oh my god, this was a big song at one time. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, Alanis, at 40-whatever she is now, she sounds exactly like she did when she was 19. And uh, I just watched the documentary when I got home, the, the Jagged documentary on HBO Max. It's really good. It's only about an hour and a half long, but it's basically how Jagged Little Pill and where she came from and everything. So recommend watching that. She was like the top of the world, and everybody owned that album at one time, and it's just amazing. And seeing that show last night made me realize that, too, if she can still sell it in an arena freaking 25 years later. So yeah, here is uh, Mary Jane from that album. So yeah, if you haven't a chance, check out uh, Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill album from 1995 as her debut album, and she became on the top of the world basically within a day. Yeah, in that documentary, it's pretty cool. Uh, basically, she nobody wanted to pick her up, and she was dropped by the one label she was on, and then this guy's like, I believe in you, and they recorded the whole album basically, and then... Uh, uh, gave it to KROQ Radio and the You Oughta Know song. They're just like, we love this, here, play this. And in that afternoon, she became a mega superstar, basically. <laughs> That's how that worked out. And uh, then she had to find her touring band, which uh, I forgot about, Taylor Hawkins. That's where he got one of his starts. He was his tour touring drummer. 
and that's how Dave Grohl and him became a thing and everything and came after that, which is pretty amazing as well. So when she did Ironic, there was a bunch of pictures of Taylor Hawkins throughout the back on the tour and everything, and there's a whole bunch of interviews with him in the Jagged documentary. That's really good, too. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. Alanis Morissette's a fucking badass. Let's go into the music news. I think I have like three articles here. What do we got? Uh, last week, Minneapolis's First Avenue announced tickets for Dave Chappelle show, and it sold out in a matter of seconds. Following backlash stemming from Chappelle's recent history in telling transphobic jokes, the venue announced that the show had been moved to the Varsity Theater, uh, which was also hosting two more of his shows in later last or this week, actually. Uh, First Avenue also issued, issued apology for booking the comedian. The staff, artists, and community, we hear you and we're sorry. The statement begins. We know you must hold. We must hold ourselves to the highest standards, and we know uh, we let you down. Uh, we are not a black ba- black box with people in it. We understand that first Avenue not a room, not just a room, but a meaning- meaningful beyond our walls. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But then, did this happen because their staff refused to work? So there was that, and then the backlash of people. I I don't know what to think. I, there's a point where I'm over this the wokeness of things. Uh, but yeah, if the staff didn't want to work and that stuff, that's one thing. And then if you just, if people are back, like, I don't know the, the, if the, if the first Avenue sold out in a matter of seconds, like that's a lot of fucking revenue for first Avenue in a night. I mean, they do that all the time, but I uh, had yeah, more revenue for varsity theater three nights in a row sold out within a matter of minutes, seconds as well too. So yeah, I almost bought tickets to the varsity cause I'm like, yeah, that's, that'd be a cool to see him in a tiny ass little venue instead of like a tech target center or something. But I did not. So, yeah, oh, but right. like I, I, I'm fine with the staff refusing yeah. to work. And yeah. I don't think it's something worth protesting over. But it's also it's just like he didn't say it wasn't great what he said. No. Yeah. Yeah. So like people don't have to listen to him say it. Yeah. So. Yeah. There. Yeah. I did. There, there's a point. I'm just like kind of over things. But that's I didn't care to go to him either. So I mean I don't. Yeah. I shouldn't really have a voice. So. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't ever talk about Kanye, but I'm talking about him this time because fuck Kanye. Uh, Kanye West canceled his headlining slot at Rolling Loud Miami last week, and uh, Kid Cudi stepped in to fill in the slot. Oh my god, that'd be so cool to see Kid Cudi. Uh, there was so much backlash. The internet went crazy because they're so pissed that Kanye quit. Uh, and so I'm like, well, that's because it's Kanye, and you're obsessed with Kanye, you fucking assholes. Uh, Cuddy cut his, sell- his set short, though, after four songs due to the audience members throwing shit at him on stage. After a piece of trash appeared to hit him in the face, he told the crowd, if I see one more fucking thing in the fucking stage, I'm leaving. Don't fuck with me. And then someone threw another item at him, and seconds later, he dropped his mic and walked off the stage. But wasn't didn't like so Kanye wasn't going to perform but didn't Kanye show the up? worst part about this whole story is the piece of shit Kanye appeared at Rolling Loud that same night uh joining little Dirk on stage for his recent collaboration with Cardi B and him called Hot Shit and uh also after that Wes performed his song that he does with Kid Cudi at the little Dirk stage called Father Stretch My Hands Part One which features Kid Cudi as the chorus yep and I guess there's a feud between them two or something nowadays since February. So. And it was, I think that was one of those things where Kid Cudi was telling Kanye that he needs to get some help. Yeah, right, and probably. Kanye did not take it very well. <laughs> God, it's it's like uh, when we used to do the Florida segments on the, on uh, DOO, or we still do. It's like that's why I don't do Kanye ones because there's always a fucking Kanye story. But yeah, that one when I woke up that morning and I read that, I was like, people suck. Rap crowds are terrible. Like, ugh. yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, then my last one is Joni Mitchell, who hadn't performed since 2013 until early this year, made a surprise appearance appearance for a full set at uh, the 2022 Newport Folk Festival. Uh, Joni suffered a brain aneurysm in 2015, so live performances are pretty rare for her. She was joined by Brandi Carlisle, who herself has covered Mitchell's Blue Album in full and regular, regularly spoken of her love for Mitchell. The duo sang Michelle's, uh, Mitchell's classics, including A Case of You, The Both Sides Now, and Michelle also played guitar solo for Just Like This Train. Uh, what Mitchell uh, appeared at the festival and last appeared at the festival in 1969. It was her first full, full show since the year 2000. Uh, joining her and Carlisle was also Blake Mills, Taylor Goldsmith, Marcus Mumford of Mumford and Sons, Winona Judd, Lucius's Jesse Wolf, and uh, Holly Langsig. Uh, Mitchell also performed Big Yellow Taxi, Summertime, Love Potion Number Nine. And uh, why do fools fall in love? It was a uh, it was a surprise event dubbed the Joni Jam, like the day of type of thing. So that's pretty cool. I don't. I think she's late seventies now, probably something like that, maybe eighties. So yeah, it's my news. You got any news? No, I I don't have any news. Let's go into our weekly theme. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is Castaway Catalogs. Uh, love it. Great. I've been talking about Desert Island Discs forever, so I kind of followed that format with my list. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Catalog, castaway Catalogs. So, like, yeah. so basically this is all like uh, me and Matt. We ended up shipwrecked on an <laughs> island. We got a record player. We only got one vinyl. This is a custom vinyl that we have. Eventually, uh, we're going to have to go to separate sides. Of the I'm going to listen to my half now. You go over there. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, yeah. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, when I was putting together my list, I thought at first, you know, I could just make this all terrible, <laughs> terrible music for my five songs. That, and then, like, But maybe Matt would murder me eventually <laughs> on the island. The, uh, for wasting five songs. I also like uh, last week how you introduced this. Like uh, we we found two coconuts and used some elbow grease and made yeah. a record player. I like that. But, yep. So basically, yeah, Castaway Catalogs. It's our last mix we can ever listen to forever. And uh, I'm also gonna say once we're done with both our lists, like choose one song that you'd like to save from the waves. Yep. So you can start your half out. All right. Uh, so I'm so the first one on on when the final start the the needle drops. For the first song, and for all my songs, I decided I want to have a good level of energy. I don't want it to be slow. All mine are slow <laughs> and and sad because like it's already fucked up that I'm on an <laughs> island. I don't want to make it any worse. So here I started to kick off with uh, something something you can dance to, "Miracle" from Caravan Palace. Trouble in your brain, anger you retain, pressure rocks you like a hurricane. Is it time for you to jump into the next train? Change of hand, make a stand, I can see your heart change. Wake up, no more nap, your turn is coming up. You feel lazy, but stop the fantasies and bubble dust. If you need a hero, go for it. I will teach you how to feel the things so close to you, connect it all. Connect 
forgot how good that song is. Yeah. yeah. So th- for the next following uh, miracle from Caravan Palace, uh, Neil's going to pop the next song. And it's going to be St. Vincent. And I originally was going to put uh, like a uh, slow disco on here. But slow disco's too slow yeah, for that, my, what yeah. I'm going for. So I just decided to go with fast slow disco from St. Vincent. Nothing can thinking how stinky that music video would be in just a bunch of dudes sweating all over each other and with annie <laughs> uh yeah and so uh, and like you know the part of the song is like uh i'm glad i'm on the island and having a little of a vacation that version of the song is but so i'm also yeah. really want to leave yep so uh the next one i decided to go with uh temple from thou and the get down stay down So, uh, as the final goes to the fourth song in the side of side A, because this is definitely side A, right? Yes. Yep. 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 Uh, this is definitely not side B, right? Nope. Definitely side A. <laughs> so yeah, here's, this makes sense to it this way too, because the how the I'm visualizing how yeah. this album actually goes together. It actually works out pretty well. Right. So uh, the fourth one is uh, I wanted some Cage the Elephant on uh, when we had this custom vinyl put together. And, you know, it turns out that the, the song I decided to have put on there matches my situation pretty well because I'm in a bit of trouble. So here's Trouble from Cage the Elephant. We 
Song you have to close out your side of the record. Well, uh, most of the most of my songs so far have been like within like the last uh, five years, or I hope that it was last five years. You know, I, maybe it's longer for Saint Vincent, but like I, I don't that think I'm that. The video old. came out four years ago. Yeah. So uh, I decided to go with a, a bit, a little bit older one, and also because you know, when's the next time I'm going to be able to hear a saxophone? It's going to be a while, and it's six minutes long, so it's a good, a good hefty long one. Yeah. So the the side side A is going to finish off with Baker Street from Jerry Rafferty. He's got this dream about buying some land. He's gonna give up the booze and the one night stands, and then he'll settle down. So freaking good. That's a perfect yeah. closure to, to your first half. Yeah, I thought about doing uh, the Foo Fighters cover of it, but like, uh, I I think it would have been better if they had re-recorded it. Like, the, maybe there's probably a, like live performances. Oh, okay, it. like, okay. uh, but like the the quality just isn't there. I don't. I think. would have been kind of bummed if we had to hear the Foo Fighters version of it because I'd be always be like, I want to hear the Chuch Baker version <laughs> or the Gary Rafferty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's side A. So. Uh, we finish side A off, we pick it up, we brush some sand off it, put side B on. <laughs> uh, mine starts out a bit slow and goes faster, uh, so it works out because you got a bunch of dancey stuff, and then uh, I go into my side. Uh, every song on my side is chosen for a reason. Uh, this first one is for my father, because I'll probably never, I'll never get to see him again, so the, I chose In My Life by The Beatles, which is one of my favorite Beatles songs of all time, so... Except one stipulation is because I can't find it anywhere is I want the mono version because fuck the stereo version. So this is the stereo. Mm-hmm. 
so cringy every time i hear it uh the same with eleanor rigby and i just was i so they have the beatles one album Do you remember yep. that came out uh that was like two the greatest hits in like 99 or something came out so they have eleanor rigby on there and i'm like i'm not crazy i'm no I'm not crazy so i found that on apple music and i played the eleanor rigby on there and then apple music also has the uh the revolver album so i played eleanor and it's yeah two completely different things so i'm not crazy <laughs> uh my next one is for my mother uh, which you also like this song, I'm pretty sure, too. It's the Alan Parsons Project, The Eye in the Sky. about that song how good that one is the uh next one on the vinyl will be simon and garfunkel's america it'll remind me of all the traveling i've done and different areas that we go and now we're stuck on an island so it'll also remind me of home a little bit but here is simon and garfunkel's america laughing on the bus playing games with the faces she said the man in the gabardine suit was a spy I said, be careful, his bow tie is really a camera. Toss me a cigarette, I think there's one in my way. 
last one an hour ago So I looked at the scenery also, when I listen to that, I can think of the whole movie of Almost Famous. So then I can watch a movie in my head. You can while also I be reminded that. that you probably smoke your le- smoke your last. Oh cigarette my god, that again. too! Every single time I hear the song, I'll be like, "Oh no, I'm out of cigarettes again." <laughs> uh, my next one, uh, this one, I think, because I want a little bit of reggae on the island, and it also reminds me of being in Thailand, so I can like visualize different places I've been. Uh, it's the police, and it's called Walking on the Moon. And finally, on my... Well, I, I, just, I just want to say, uh, so you chose the police song that's not about being on an island. Nope, yep. So we'll be on the moon then. It's still stranded on the moon, but... Yep. No, no message in the bottle. No, ma- no, I didn't want to message it about Nope. I like that. I like the grooviness of that song. Uh, then the last track on my vinyl will be Talking Heads, This Must Be The Place. Uh, sure, kind of, uh, not because we're stuck here, so I guess this is the place that we're stuck here at. But also, it also reminds me of all my friend groups and everything that I've had over the years. And it's just a, it's just a wonderful, great song. So here is This Must Be The Place. And I think it'll close out the album pretty good. So uh, here's Talking Heads. Except also, it's talking about home. Fancy fun song to have as a last track, right? No, 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 maybe. A I think, depressing, be on, I think you're going to be on your own side of the island. With that. <laughs> that, that'd be a little depressing. I know, I know. But uh, yeah, I, overall, I think the 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 sound went pretty well back and forth because you slow it down at the end of yours and then I pick yeah. it. Yeah, it, it works out. Uh, but yeah, we might drive each other insane after a while, but I definitely will be listening to St. Vincent probably on repeat a few times. Yeah. That's a fun one. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? 
no. Well, let's close this show out. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Uh, the next show topic is going to be one that we've covered a couple years ago. Uh, we're going to do cyberpunk. Oh, okay. Uh, so the electronic dark future type music. I'm going to have to remember what I played on that one. Do you got any dates on the when we did that one? <laughs> I would have to check. My, I have to search my notes. To right, see we'll figure my, that out. So just, that just to make sure I don't copy anything. So the theme for our next show is cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, you might have some good ideas after going to Gen Con if they have any more fun stuff there. Yeah. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind News Views or follow us on Instagram. Flagship show, Department of Defense, is usually still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at blindnewsviews.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website, blindnewsviews.com, or you can subscribe on any one of your favorite podcast apps so you never miss a show. If you just can't get a sound wave, you should uh, help support us uh, and uh, go to our homepage and click on Patreon. Sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, yeah, that's it. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at Blind News Studios. Or even easier, just message us on Facebook. We'll get back to you pretty soon. Uh, we'll see you again in two weeks. What would you say? And it was uh, 2017. Oh, okay. Somewhere in 2017. All right. Redux. I'll put on Cyberpunk Redux. And then 2017 in parentheses, so I know that. Sweet. Yeah, all that cyberpunky Matrix-like stuff. Hell yeah. All right, we'll see you guys in uh, two weeks. Bye-bye.